Rise of the Beamers, folks. They're coming. Who are they? That's the autistic generation I talked about earlier today in my previous podcast. Uh, It's going to be on Patreon now. But uh, I saw, I went out in public today. That's why I did another podcast to create a contrast between these two to see what it's like when I do a podcast and I've lived today and what what a podcast is like when when I'm a house cat. So the House Cat podcast was earlier, and this is the Out and About podcast. And I went, and I had fun. I went out in public today, and I had a great time. It was it was an awesome experience. But I will say this: I wasn't going to start the article, the uh, fuck the the podcast with a news article, but I f- I feel like we have our smoking gun, folks. Um, and what do I mean, smoking gun? I mean we found. One of the causes, right, of autism, just an article popped up today. God gave it to me. You, some might say, he helped me out. He said, here, look at this. I said, all right, I'll look. What do you have for me? And what's really in your bottled water, folks? Let's find out. We got this article pulled up for you. Uh, And this hurt my heart. 
because there's two articles here. Simply Orange Juice has been lying to us, folks. Okay? Shit's fucked up. They got toxic ingredients in their juice. Of course. All naturally toxic. Fucking liars. All natural bullshit. What do they have in there? Does anybody know? It's called Forever Chemicals, right? Not good. I'll just let you know it's it's terrible. Um, what are some of these things? But anyways, uh, sometimes PFAs, right? Forever Chemicals, whatever. What What is a PFA? Fuck. I got to explain that, don't I? Um, toxic man-made ingredients known as PFAS. Why don't they tell you what it is? That's the worst article. If you ever use an, uh, what is that, an acronym? No, what is it called? Whenever you have an abbreviation, alphabet soup, you should always say what the PFAS, you should always say what it is. These assholes didn't want to do that. Um, PFAs, oh, they did do it. Or polyfloral, oh yeah, Jesus Christ, science, huh? Polyfloral aoki, fuck, I can't say that shit. Not right now, at least. Our group of chemicals that take a while to naturally break down. Not good. Not good. Bad. Very bad. Um, it's coating for products. It's a human carcinogen. And guess what? One, I used to be a big sparkling water guy. Still am. This is bad news for me. I love Topo Chico. It's a nice sparkling water. I really like it. I like Perrier. I like Topo Chico. And when I found out Topo Chico, right, has been fucking around and... This is here. Here's what I'm talking about, folks. This is called connecting the dots. So arsenic, cadmium, cad, cadmium, fuck, not reading well right now. Lead and mercury. So lead, mercury, right? So this isn't good. This is what's in our water, and it's in our water. And I talk about autism. I say screens. Oh, the screens are doing it. And I talk about other things like how how is lead getting into our body? Well. Few, few ways used to get in a different way and how is aluminum most importantly aluminum's an adjuvant some people don't know what that is but you can give it a goog give it a goog and the reason i'm bringing all this up is there's a new test for autism right and the autism test is quite simply right um your hair right they take your hair aluminum Fuck, I can't spell worse shit right now. Okay, um, autism test, aluminum. So, right? Beware scientists with patents to spare. High aluminum found in autism brain tissue. Right? So, this is the reality. This is why people be catching that late-term autism. All right? It's in your water. They're fucking poisoning you, folks. Lead, water, same thing as the Romans. Okay? The Romans went mad because their water supply started to fucking suck dick. Okay? It got real bad when they had metal in their water. And look at us. Look at us dumb fucking Americans, humans. And what do we have in our water? We amp it up. We say we don't just want the lead. Give us the arsenic. Give us the mercury. I don't see aluminum in there. But you know aluminum's got to be somewhere in there. Plus 30 other chemicals, which pose special concerns. So I, I, I misspoke. You got mercury. But I know aluminum's in there as well. Like, think about an aluminum can. All right? Think about an aluminum can when you drink that shit. You don't you don't think the aluminum's rubbing off a little bit into the, into the bevy? Of course it is. Of course you're drinking a little bit of aluminum when you have any soda pop 
in a can. Me right now, enjoying an adult beverage, my aluminum consumption's going up. So is my risk for autism. That's for sure. I guess I'd be high function, more high functioning. Uh, so bad news, folks. Bad news. And here's something else. I said I was going to talk about being in the public. I saw something I've never seen before. So autism is typically found in in boys, right? But obviously girls can have autism too. And I was John Q. Public today doing my thing at the bookstore. One of the, my favorite places to go, folks. I love the bookstore. And, you know, people shit on Barnes & Noble, but fuck, dude. I don't give a fuck. You got books, I'm going in, okay? And I go in the bookstore with my child and we're, we're walking around. They like to look at the, the Legos. And lo and behold, there's other kids there too in this toy section. They should be reading books. But toys are great too. I really like toys as far as uh, helping children expand and become bigger kids or whatever. Learning how to be better. And there's three sisters. Now, two out of those three sisters were autistic. How do I know this? Right? I can, like people got gay dar, okay? I got autism dar. I can see it. I can hear it, right? I can see it and hear it. That's my two, like, and then I can think it. I can think I see it. I get all these, like, things in order. And a lot of this is personal experience. I've had a lot of experience working with individuals with disabilities, to put it shortly. So when you build up a database, what happens is I people talk about a spectrum. I've seen the whole spectrum. I've seen the bottom and I've seen the top. I've seen it all. I know what the spectrum looks like, and I know where everybody fits in it. If you're even close to the spectrum, I'm pushing you in the I'm pushing you in the category because we're getting better at diagnosing this. Don't you guys know we're getting better? And the reason I found this odd was the oldest sister was clearly not autistic, right? But the other two here's here's an example. I'm looking at the Lego sets, right? And uninterrupted, not even like a hello, how are you? The other, the, one of these girls, she's about eight, I assume, says, that's $69, $60.99. I'm like, whoa, I don't even see the price tag on this bad boy. You have one hell of a memory. And then this young girl proceeded to tell me about the Lego boxes being smaller, probably being a more price conscious purchase. I was like, yeah, that's great thinking. And then I, I look at another Lego box and I say, look at that fucking monster. And then the little sister got glasses almost as big as mine, thicker lenses. So she could cl- see clearly. And looks at the box and says, that's not a monster. That's an octopus with one eye. Oh, really? It clearly looks like a monster to me, but. I guess it is an octopus with one eye. Most kids that age should know octopus eight arms. This month, this thing had 20 arms and one eye. I I said this to her. I said, oh, it's a Cyclops octopus. (laughs) And then she said, I thought Cyclopses are uh, not not, uh, in the water or something like that. I was like, yeah, I don't know. And I just walked away, kind of. No, I, I think there was a continuing of the conversation. Then you break it off because I'm the one with the social skills, quote unquote. So I say, oh, that's fascinating. And then I I proceed to leave and I go look at some other toys with my kid. I'm like, all right, you, you guys have fun memorizing the prices. 
making up names for the different monsters, whatever. And it was just fascinating. Two out of three. Holy shit. And it's very rare to see, I think, in girls. So then I, I think to myself, what is this? What is this, huh? It's this shit, right? It's screens. They're poisoning the water. Um, what else they got? And that th- that article I showed where that wasn't the right one. But there's this thing with uh, also Alzheimer's, people with like uh, Alzheimer's. They got fucking a lot of metals in their brain. So I think there's a gradual buildup in our bodies of all this toxic shit, right? And I talked about this before where during the pandemic, there's a lot of people who said, you know what, I'm not really going to be scared of tiny things. And then shortly after and a little bit before, it was like a large influx of propaganda of like microplastics, uh, tiny things that can kill you forever, chemicals, to where like if you weren't scared of like maybe getting sick, we're going to make you scared of fucking everything, right? That's the whole goal. Be fucking terrified. Your water's poisoned. The algae's poisoned. The algae's poisoning the water. That's one thing I used to talk about and I will talk about coming up in the next few months once things start getting warmer. Of course, Provo Kid's going to keep his eyes like a hawk. Okay, like a fucking hawk on the algae situation in America. Okay, because the algae situation is getting really bad. And most of the states don't have the capabilities, I think, for texting, uh, testing, excuse me, texting, testing this, their water supply for toxic algae and toxic algae blooms are on the fucking rise. I got another article too I want to share with you guys. It's a, I know this is a podcast. I've really, I'm doing too many articles, trying to be stream of consciousness, went out in public today shared a story about autism because it connected with an article, right? The article is there's fucking chemicals, right? That make you autistic in your orange juice. Wow. What the fuck's up with that? I don't know, dude. It ain't good. It ain't good what they putting in our food and drink, dude. The reality is like me, someone like me, I grew up on, I grew up on that shit. I grew up, I swear to God, you know how red 40s poisonous? Okay, I grew up with oatmeal. And the way they would convince me to eat oatmeal was like you could dye it different colors. Right, with the food dye. I'd squeeze that fucking red 40 dye about 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 drops. Mix some blue dye in that, 10, 20 drops. The inside of my, inside of my body, I guarantee is purple. Should be like red, flashy, but your boy's purple because of all the food dye I dumped on my oatmeal. And then I, you know what, to make it edible, I'd take four teaspoons of sugar, dump it on the son of a bitch. I'm fucked, I think, with all the forever chemicals in me. I mean, the microwaves they use during my day and age, the pans to cook, I'm fucked. I got to gotta get these poisons out of my body. You know what I'm saying? Oh, here's two things I'm going to show you. These are very important stories, but you're not going to maybe see the connection if you don't open your mind. Open your third eye, if you will, for a moment. Close your eyes. Listen intently. Uh, and now, guess what? Open your eyes. Pay attention. I don't. Maybe never. Don't close your eyes if you're driving or doing something else. I completely apologize for that. Sorry. I wasn't even thinking. I know some of my audience 
might take me literally. So this is a news article. This is very important. Some waves along the Southern California coast were turned pink this month. Here's the scientific reason. Now, there are two reasons your people are like, oh, how could Moses, how, how could the ocean turn red? Algae, very simply an algae boom, bloom, right? So algae blooms turning the, the tide red um, is not a, it's, it's not unusual. So if I do red tide, algae, right? So you can see, oops, you can see clearly here. Um, there's no images, but here's some images for you. So everybody gets a good, good idea. These are algae blooms. This is what I, th you know, this is how the ocean turns red and it kills everything, right? It's fucking not good. Algae blooms are very bad. So the point of sharing these two things is, all right, the, the dye they put in the ocean, that's pink dye. All right. They've done this. They've done this before, right? It's called Operation Red Spray. And I've talked about this uh, before, right, on my podcast. So if you're a longtime listener, you're like, oh, this shit is a fucking rerun. You're right. In 1950, the U.S. released a bioweapon in San Francisco. This was one of hundreds of bioweapon simulations carried out in the 1950s and 1960s. Excuse me. They released a bacterium. It lives in soil and water and is best known for its ability to produce bright red pigment. And uh, anyways, they took uh, a crew of a U.S. Navy minesweeper ship, spent six days spraying this into the air about two miles off the northern California coast. Six days spraying this mist onto the California population. What the fuck? Okay. Oh, you want to hear another one? You want to hear another one? I think I shared this on my Instagram. I don't know if I shared it on uh, a podcast, but check this out. The Dugway Sheep Incident. Don't you love the language of that? The Dugway Sheep Incident. Like what? What's the incident here? What do you mean incident? What the fuck's an incident sounds like an accident. It's just an incident. What the fuck does incident mean? I mean, can we find out what the word incident means? An occurrence of an action or situation that is separate, that is a separate unit of experience happening in a, <laughs> an accompanying minor occurrence or condition. Okay, nice fucking definition. Fuck me. All right. You want to hear about this? I'm sure you do. Sitting on the edge of your seat. The Dugway Sheep Incident, also known as, more appropriately, the Skull Valley Sheep Kill. Love that one. So right during the 1960s, during all these times when we're spraying shit in the air, guess what else we did? You want to know. You want to know what our government had a bright idea of doing. They said, it's March 1968. Uh, we're going to test our chemical and biological weapons at the Dugway Proving Ground in Utah, which is shaped like a baseball diamond. Don't worry about it. Don't even, don't even take a gander at the Dugway base. All right. Don't even look at it on Google Maps. Now, 6,000 sheep were killed. What? 6,000? 
6,000 sheep? Are you kidding me? How were they killed? They were killed on ranches near the base. And the popular explanation blamed army testing of chemical weapons for the incident. The incident, right? It was, it was an incident. Although alternative explanations have been offered. We've given them other explanations. A report commissioned by Air Force Press, Jesse Stay, and first made public in 1998. You get that, folks? How many years later? 70, 80, 90, 30? Is that 30 years later? I can't do math. Uh, it was called the first documented admission from the army that a nerve agent killed the sheep. Guys, are you kidding me? Guys and gals, sisters and brothers? A nerve agent? Oh my gosh. All right, you want to you want to know how they killed the sheep? Everybody's sitting on the edge of their seat. Like, what'd they do? Tell us. Tell us about the incident. The incident. What an incident that is, huh? <laughs> what the fuck? Listen to this incident. I mean, killing six thousand sheep's one hell of an incident, isn't? In the days preceding the Dugway sheep incident. <laughs> How many times do I say in this incident? The United States Army at Dugway Proving, Downs, Proving Ground conducted at least three separate operations involving nerve agents. All three operations occurred on March 13, 1968. One involved the test firing of chemical artil artillery shell. That's like shooting missiles with nerve agents. I mean, I think we banned that after World War One, right? Like, I think we said no bueno. But we're doing it in the 68, you know, whatever. Another way they killed these sheep, these 6,000 sheep, was the burning of 160 U.S. gallons. For the Europeans, that's 600 liters of nerve agent in an open-air pit. And in the third, a jet aircraft, this is my favorite one, spraying nerve agent in a target area of about 27 miles west of Skull Valley. It is the third event that is usually connected to the Skull Valley sheep kill. So they don't blame the open air firing pits. They don't blame the art artillery for killing it. They're saying it was the jet that sprayed all that air. You guys know cloud seeding? You guys know about cloud seeding, right? And Operation Red Spray. The idea that our government loves spraying shit into the air. They love it. They Remember that incident, uh, the incident of Operation Fishbowl where they shot missiles into the atmosphere? And it added more radiation into the Van Allen belt or whatever. Remember that incident? You want to hear the previous probable causes? Oh, you want to know the nerve agents? Ah, of course. On March 13th, 1968, an A-4 Skyhawk attack aircraft <laughs> flew a test mission over the Dugway Proving Ground with chemical dispensers containing the nerve agent VX. You guys, you guys ever heard of that? The nerve agent VX? is an extremely toxic synthetic chemical compound, uh, specifically this, of an, it was developed for military use in chemical warfare. Man, I love America. You guys, you guys love America? I feel so fucking safe that they're spraying this in my state. At least, at least your other states are safe, right? You guys are good. We're taking, Utahns are taking the hits here. Getting these nerve agents, 6,000 sheep dead. Just dead. VX, by the way, is short for venomous agent. 
right? So they basically, just so you know, everybody's like, they could kill us all really fast. Everybody in the entire world, they could just, oh, those are your cloud seeding planes. No, they're not. They just got hijacked by Russians. They stole the VX nerve agent. I know this sounds like sci-fi or a James Bond movie because it's all fiction. And that's what's going to happen. And then you'll be like a terrorist attack on the United States. A cloud seeding plane was hijacked by Russians. And they used the VX nerve agent and killed an entire city of people. They don't even need a nuclear weapon. Swear to God. That's why they're not building shelters. If They should be building shelters. I've talked about that. I'm very bothered by the fact that nuclear war, closest than ever before, but no shelter building. I'm still seeing apartments go up, you know, stores being built. Okay, hey, are we really going to do this war thing? Build me a fucking shelter, government. Do your damn job. What the fuck? Jeez, dude. Uh, One explanation of the aftermath was that a chemical or biological agent Get this. This is one of my favorite stories. I know this is let me just read this so you know everybody knows what I'm reading. Uh one explanation in the aftermath of the incident was that a chemical or biological agent had escaped from the Dugway proving ground. Circumstantial evidence seemed to support this assertion. The United States Army admitted to conducting open air tests with this. VX, venomous, in the days preceding the sheep kill. The army intimated that a spray nozzle had malfunctioned during the test, causing an aircraft to continue spraying this fucking poison as it climbed to higher altitudes. It was reported that a small amount of this poison was found in the tissue of dead sheep. A small amount. It was just small. 6,000 sheep. Just a small amount of poison. It wasn't an accident and it wasn't an incident. Why do you, how, guys, run it through your head. Were were they going to go walk and look for dead lizards to see if the VX nerve agent worked? Do you think they were going to go look in the desert and find a rabbit, scour the desert for dead rodents to see if the nerve agent worked? No, they wanted to kill the sheep. That's the whole point. The whole point was, how many sheep can you kill? Count them. Otherwise, what's the point in spraying anything? Why, just, if you want to test the spray, like the, how something sprays, why don't you just do the Operation Red Spray? The only reason you would do poison was to see if the poison worked, how well it worked. Did it kill 10 sheep look the sheep have wool what you know what was the point the point was to kill 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 execute 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 eliminate the sheep right eliminate the sheep and i feel bad for those sheep you know what i mean it's a terrible situation i hope this isn't a rerun i don't think i talked about that before but if i have i have if i haven't i haven't um But I think the whole goal in that incident was to test whether or not the nerve agent worked, right? It's a great story. And it warms my heart that I get to share this. And I was thinking about this too. Like, why am I podcasting two times in one day? Why am I doing this? 
so I can just get better at talking out loud and maybe getting some news that otherwise it's not news is it is that news no it's I don't know what it is information it's free but I think most people don't go to that information they don't think Dugway sheep incident because it's an incident and they don't connect it to like the past three years what's going on in our world like why are we doing biological chemical testing warfare on sheep well you know like why is this stuff still going on and I can't wait for what's next. I really can't, you know. I don't want destruction upon earth. I really don't. But I think it's inevitable. And I'd like to see it in my lifetime. You know, is, is that all I can ask? I really do believe we're living in the best time ever. There's no better time to be alive than now. I'm telling you. This is peak humanity and we get a witness Whatever comes next. I don't even care. I don't like, I don't care who gets elected. I don't care who goes to war. I don't care if there's like, I'm starting just to fucking let, let it ride. Let these people, I want to see what kind of world they want to make. What, what do they want? They want World War Three. Let them ride. They want to enslave themselves. Give them the handcuffs. Fuck it. Let's go. I'm voting left down the line. If they're, whatever's the fastest way. To bring about World War III, I'm voting down the line. And I know, I don't get it, but now I guess Democrats are the most pro-war party. So they want Ukraine to get money. They want these tanks to go over there. Fuck it. I'm voting Democrat. Never have before. Never voted Republican. I never voted. But now, I got to get my, I got to get this movement going. Let's get the ball rolling. Let's just end the story now. Let's see what happens. Is it nuclear war? Is it a chemical war? Because we're, we're still making them. Still testing them. What's going to happen? I want to see the autism. I want to see the rise of the beamers. Because that's the, that's the reality. I got no respect for beamers too. Okay, maybe my kin, if you're a beamer. And what, people are like, what's a beamer? A beamer is the generation Gen Z and the generation that's coming up after them. Those are beamers because all these kids do is just beam at screens. They're beaming. They're beamers. And it connects with boomers. They're they're at the end. Beamers and boomers. Beamers are the they're the end. They're also the beginning, right? Beamers are the end and the beginning. It's a full circle. Boomers sucked. Beamers sucked. Millennial Gen Xers and are like the the coolest generation alive. I mean, you give I don't really think boomers couple of them have some like cool things about them. I'll give them that. There's a few boomers that can slide into the cool sphere. But basically, the only cool people left in the world are millennials, Gen Xers, and a few. I mean, I don't even want to include too many of them. It's got to be a small group of, of real people left, right? And these beamers are on the rise. The boomers are on the decline. It'll be the millennials and Gen Xers versus the Beamers and Gen Z. These fucking bastards who think they say they're going to save the world. They're going to tax my and your ass under the grave. They're going to take everything away from us to save the climate, to stop Russia. We're going to have a generational conflict in the next, next 20 years. I'm only a half hour into this shit. Fuck. I thought I was like 50 minutes in. But we're going to have a conflict 
We're going to have a real conflict. And I'll, I'll tell you this. I don't respect Beamers or Gen Z. Don't. I don't. Why would I? Who are these kids? Some of them are cool. But, you know, I got no respect. Generations are getting worse and worse and worse. And the Beamers are the end. They're going to be the worst ones. The most autistic, the most programmed, the most propagandized, the most progressive, right? The end result of what they're really trying to build. An autistic nation. The rise of the Beamers. It's coming. I can see it. I'm not a prophet. And I don't... But I know this is true. There's going to be so many autistic Beamer kids programmed out of their mind because they've just had a screen six inches from their face their fucking whole life. Bam. They're able to vote. And now you can vote from home. And they just hit a few buttons. Bang, 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 bang. We're fucked. (laughs) I just care. Gen Xers and uh, the millennials will figure something out. As soon as they're the old people, they're really old people, and they're like, fuck this, went to hell in a handbasket real fast. There'll be a a cultural revolution of these. And then... The will be boomers will be trying to conserve the 90s and the 80s and everything we liked about that culture while the beamers and the Gen Zers are just like, fuck your old shit. The only thing I like about the 90s is the aesthetic. You can kick rocks, you old fucks. And that's what they're going to say to us. They're already probably saying it right now. These eight, nine-year-olds, they don't even know they're beamers. They got about 20 more years on a screen, I guarantee it. They're going to have more screen time than uh, any actor you've ever known, right? They're just going to be always on the screen. It's the whole life, dude. These kids, it's coming. I'm telling you, it's coming. Unless World War Three pops off, which is what I'm hoping for. Or Asteroid. Okay, I'd fucking love that. Or a pole shift. That'd be lit. I'd really like God's intervention. I don't want to see the rise of the Beamers and the cultural degrading of our country. That's a long story. Give me the short one. Get- Give me World War Three. Give me a nuclear exchange. Make my life like the movie uh, or the TV show. What's that shit? It's a video game too. Uh, da da la la la. Uh, many of us. The movie Many of Us, right? So I want that, like, but without the zombies and shit. Kind of like maybe Russians are flying in helicopters trying to take over. I want my life to turn into a real movie like that rather than prolonged drama series of like a generational conflict, uh, 10 episode shit. I don't want that. I want like a good, I don't know, hour and 30 minute movie. Something like that real quick in the next one to two years. Just seal it. I don't want anything long and drawn out. We got to have... Something fast. People need that. People need quick. We're, we, we're, we're getting bored. People are getting bored. They hate their wage slave jobs. But I, I will say this. What else do we want? A boring life? I, I think people like excitement. With all the pro- propaganda I've received, I want some cool ass shit to pop off we all do all the movies and shows we've seen nobody wants a boring ending to life people want some excitement they crave it they need it 
we need a new headline. And the domestic disturbance shit, we don't like that. We don't like Americans hurting each other. That shit's fucked. That's when we don't have a common enemy. We need a common enemy, and that's Russia. So we're gonna, there's gonna be a little bit more domestic disturbance next two years, I'm telling you. And then we're gonna have a common enemy, and we're all gonna say, fuck that person. Everybody sign up to the draft. Trans, lesbian, gay, uh, what else is there? Bisexual. Is there anything else? Non binary. Undecided. Everybody's gonna fucking hate the same thing. That's our country's goal. We gotta all hate the same thing. And we tried to hate a, a virus for two years. It didn't really work out. We hated each other in the end. We're like, fuck this. I hate the person who wears a mask or doesn't wear a mask. That shit didn't work out well. But it was well designed, the, the whole layout of that propaganda. I like that cycle. I'm enjoying propaganda cycles now. I used to hate them. I used to hate the propaganda. And like, oh man. But now I really like it. I get it. It's a story. And I want it to be more exciting. I want headlines about Russia bombing, you know, maybe France. I'd like the Eiffel Tower to just fall right the fuck over. I'd like the Louvre to burn up. I'd like the pyramids to get fucking toppled. Complete destruction. Complete havoc. Boston, New York, I really don't care. Move now, I suggest. Your shit's going underwater. Climate change is coming. I'm all for that too. I really hope I saw this. An iceberg detached, guys. Big news. Big news, guys iceberg detached nobody really cares but i do check this out how how, how it's, it's wednesday it's, it's all right look at this iceberg roughly the size of london breaks off of antarctica fuck yeah let's go dude run into south africa would you if you can make it to India and crush, imagine like an iceberg, just a tsunami crushing into India and just leveling it. They'll have warning. We'll track it. It's not like we'll lose an iceberg the size of London, right? It's about 600 square miles. Can't wait. I hope it runs into something. <laughs> With, I hope nobody gets injured, though. That's, you know, I hope mo most, most people have time to fucking evacuate. Yeah, man, an iceberg six. And that's fresh water. Everybody's like, where's the fresh water? How about this? We all, we found out today. I shared it. I shared everybody the bad news. This is what's making everybody autistic. It's, it's our bottled water. It's not good. Well, we got a 600 mile chunk of ice. Let's break that up. Let's give it to Flint, Michigan. I don't know how we can send billions of dollars to Ukraine and do all this crazy military shit, kill 6,000 sheep, but we can't use an iceberg for water. Why don't we make these problems some of our solutions? That's what I don't like. Look at this climate change problem. No, perfect. We need that. Our water sucks dick in Michigan. Let's just 
tow that 600-mile sucker up to America. We need to start claiming icebergs. If we don't start claiming these and making them ours, we're going to just fucking be fucked. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to be good. I'm telling you. If we don't get these icebergs under control, other people are going to take them. I think we deserve them. Uh, Of course, there's a lot of news I could talk about. Local disturbances, domestic attacks, uh, not domestic attacks, domestic unrest, right? Which is what I'm saying our country unfortunately needs, right? These are, this is, if you go to the news, right? And my whole point is domestic unrest is a signal for a war. So if you look at the headlines, domestic unrest, domestic unrest, domestic unrest, January 6th. And I'll read the headlines for those who are listening. It's a, I'm not going to read them. Sorry. Uh, Domestic unrest. All these things are domestic things that are showing unrest in our country. Right. So to get a surety outside of these domestic issues, we got to have a foreign target. We got to have a bad guy. And we're making one. Right. We're, we're going to really go to war. It's the and they need to really drum up angst in the country first to do that. It might be a few years. I hope it's only a few months. I hope we're in I hope we're in a draft in like 2 to 3 months. I swear to God. Let's go. The kids are ready. 18 years old. That's hey. Get them in early. Let everybody know the draft's coming. They'll do a voluntary draft first. I think during World War II, a lot of people don't know this. Let me fact check myself before I, I say this. Was there a pre-war draft for World War II? Sorry for the typing. The U.S. adopted a draft system in 1940 prior to the start of World War II. Think about that. Um, but I I remember a little bit of history. I don't. It's it's a specific note in history. Note's a frequency, right? And you got to find the note I'm talking about where when World War II first started to kick off and before Pearl Harbor, I think there might have been an attempt to have a pre-war draft voluntarily, something to that effect. And I think we're going to see that and uh, couldn't be more excited, right? Couldn't be more excited for an inclusive draft. I've been talking about it for a while uh, U.S. draft. I just wish there was more news on it, you know, because it's coming. And if you look up what draft is, what they've done too, linguistically with the word draft, uh, it's it's they've inverted it. So if you were, have if you heard the word draft in the '60s and '70s, a chill went up your body. <gasps> draft. Is it cold? No. Did you get drafted into a war? No. That's the two chills you would get, probably, right? And then it's now if you use the term draft, what does it mean? You draft a player to a team. It's good. You want to be drafted, don't you? Drafted first. You're drafted second. You're drafted third. So they've inverted the meaning for an entire generation. And the reason why they had to do that was the term for a long time was it's like the word communism. That word has kind of lost a little bit of its tension in America. And socialism has, has lost a little bit of the tension in America. Where 
if you say you're for social things on some grounds, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, so am I. Like 40 years ago, no way. doesn't matter if you're a Democrat. Most people are like, oh, I'm not a socialist. Not a communist either. So now they had to get past the generations that kind of know what the draft is. That's the whole thing. You got to have them die. Essentially die out. And that's how they, I think they bring things back in. Because people who can remember things would probably stop it. But if you have, let's say the oldest generation, Gen X, they have no... Uh, they have they have no foothold or memory in the idea of like how bad a draft really is, like why you would never do it. Um, and so I think that's what's going to happen. Maybe you give it a draft. You, if you think about it that way, the draft won't come for like f- three, four, five years, but it's coming. The next draft is coming. They got to wait till the people who remember it are gone. Because that's how I think some things are stopped, right? People who can recall things. That's why they, the whole that you never want to forget the Holocaust because that way it'll never happen again, right? That's You never forget 9-11. That's why terrorism is always a forever war. There's some things you never want to forget, right? And they tell you that. They're very explicit on what you should and shouldn't remember. Never forget 9-11, never forget the Holocaust. And I say never forget the draft, but uh, they're not really going to, it's kind of a good thing, bad thing. I don't know. As soon as uh, all the Vietnam vets are gone, we we probably have a couple World War II ones still around. Only a couple, I would imagine, if any. And then when the Vietnam vets go, because that's a big ceremony thing when you can't wheel out any more people who were drafted and had no choice, (laughs) then you're like, well, what's the draft? Then you got to explain it. And then you get to tell your own version of it again. You get another try at propaganda. You get another swing at it. That's the whole thing. They need to, they need to redo the propaganda for the draft. And the next propaganda will be an inclusive draft, right? Where everybody's, Included because right now, if, if they did a draft, you know how many people would be switching sides. I'm telling you, I'd be trans like that. If, if, if there was a draft, I'd be, oh my God, I feel different inside. I probably wouldn't do anything too altering. You know, I, I may, might fill the role as I go in to make my appeal, might wear a dress or whatever. Like, I'm a woman, you can't draft me. And then they're going to close that loophole. And then they're going to close the next loophole. And then the next loophole. They're not going to really close them. What they're going to do is be inclusive. <laughs> That's fine. You want to be trans? You're still drafted. Fuck, right? That's really what's going to happen. So that's that's as soon as they fix that, then uh, we're all fucked. <laughs> then you got to fake a disability. That, that'll be peak level acting. They do a draft and you go in and you'd have to have a story like you got hit in the head. You haven't been thinking right. You know, you'd have to do a whole narrative to dra- to dodge a draft. Because here's the thing. I'd never die for Putin or for Biden or for any other president. 
That's not my shit. I'd turn, I'd turn fucking, I'd turn my peak levels all the way up, my friends. I'd be peaking so hard to dodge a draft. Oh my God. <laughs> I'd say, lock me up uh, in an insane asylum. I don't want to hurt anybody. That's the reality. Who wants to hurt anyone? Not me. I can't imagine wanting to like harm a Russian. Propaganda, like they got to really amp it up. They got to really make Americans. That's the whole thing. Like you got to, you got to, what's the propaganda going to be? How could you not like other people enough to want to hurt them and go to war? Like, you know, there's got to, I don't get it. You know what I mean? I, I don't get war on that level. I know I've been pro-war lately, but I still don't get it. Don't get war too well, but it's common. They say an old quote is, you may not care about war, but war cares about you. I heard that quote. And I was like, can't you just say that with anything? You may not care about air, but air cares about you or whatever. Like, you, you may not care about the tree, but the tree cares about you. What the fuck? What kind of quote is that? That's a quote for anything. <laughs> you may not care about the pharmaceutical company, but the pharmaceutical company cares about you. You you may not care about big agriculture, big agriculture, but big agriculture cares about you. It can be used for anything. I think. You may not care about Apple products, but Apple products care about you. It's an ad. That'd be a good ad for Apple. I mean, Apple, hello. I'm not at you. Hey, what's going on? That's the best ad ever. You may not care about Jesus, but Jesus cares about you. That's probably where it comes from, right? You may not care about God, but God cares about you, son. You may not care about sin, but sin cares. I don't know, man. How, how far can you take it? You may not. Nice little quote. Nice little quote. Ten minutes left. Ten minutes left. Let me talk about that painting. Oh, man. What a good one. So it, it's. I'm going to maybe get it framed. But I was like, I don't know. You'd have a... I'd have it framed ornamentally, maybe, with uh, two towers <laughs> crumbling down. You'd have to have an artist make the frame for that. And then you'd have a frame at the bottom, which would be the New York skyline. Like, my creativity gets out of hand sometimes. Your boy's way more creative than AI. I'm telling you. I, ha I found out about a new term called Chad GPT. I was like, what? What is that? What's a Chad GPT? Tell me. And apparently there's people now who use, and I, I hate to say it, but I did a podcast about it. I'm like the Simpsons. Where I said, there's going to be a moment where AI becomes uh, the artificial 
form of exchange between two people where you can catfish someone. So instead of responding to someone uh, organically, you're going to run it through an AI and the AI will give you the right answer. And then when you finally meet with someone, you're like, oh, this person is not how they talk on a text. I'm like, that's just the way I text. It's like, no, you're even way or talk online. You're even way more different. So a Chad GPT is a person who uses and I haven't used it. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to try to use it now uh, for their forms of responses and communication to other people to make themselves more enlightened or sound more enlightened or more educated a more correct response. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, how unoriginal. I will always prefer to sound like an idiot than someone who sounds like an AI with a perfect response. I swear to God. When this is my point, these beamers are going to have, it's not going to, it's going to be, uh, they're going to be chat GBT minis, right? It's going to be, did you Google this or it's a chat GBT? What did chat GBT say? Not Google. Google's dead. I'm telling you. Google's going to die. Google's old news. It's going to be pushed to the side. I'm telling you, in 10 years, nobody's going to give a fuck about Google. It's going to be like Yahoo. Or Ask Jeeves. Remember Ask Jeeves? Probably not. I do. Ask Jeeves. Welcome to Ask Jeeves. I don't even think that's real. But Ask Jeeves is. Ask Jeeves. Man, what a website. Just ask him. Ask Jeeves what you want. Ask Chad GPT what he thinks. Imagine a person who just regurgitates AI shit. To, because that's correct it's the worst these people who are non-organic no original thinking right? no real thoughts never had time to themselves always in front of a screen from the time they were born no choice born in bondage right these people are plato's cave it's the allegory played out right he was a prophet and what he saw was the future and people are like, ah, it's it's a simple thing, right? And I think that allegory, whatever, is true in every fucking time period. And it's even more true now than ever. It's the epitome of truth. Where everybody is chained inside their cave, right? And in order to explain what life really is, you have to go outside and see it for yourself. And that's where we're at right now. Everybody's chained in the cave of their homes past three years staring at the wall of light and shadows being told that's what life is meanwhile you go outside life's litty as fuck it's peak it's beautiful it's wonderful I'll never forget when they taped off with police tape the playgrounds who are these psychopaths you gotta got tape tape off the playgrounds nobody's allowed on the swings nobody's allowed to go outside don't go to the beach you gotta stay in your house look at the look at the screen look at the screen look at the screen look at the screen count the death toll count the death toll do you not believe us why would you question what what do you mean 
Fuck, man. What a podcast, huh? Getting better. This is solo. Painting is by Amy Bingham. New background. 9-11 impacted me quite a bit, right? Where were you? Where were you on 9-11? And then once they get rid of the people who remember 9-11, they're going to do another... Some It's always these rituals. Sick psychopaths. They got these sick minds. They like to do... Terrible things. And I understand it. Why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? You got unlimited money. Life doesn't make sense. Imagine... This is the hardest thing for I think most people to do. Imagine having... Everything. That's what these people have. You know what happens when you have everything? You get bored. You get bored. That's what most people don't realize, I think, inevitably. Right? You get bored. You have a super yacht, you take it out once a year. It's like, not worth it. Right? There's so many other things you can do. And... um I really think the people with the most money in the world, you got to you got to understand this. What do you do when you get bored? And you can do anything. We have a I think we have a couple psychos on the loose. I don't know who they are. The elite of the elites. But I can only imagine if you had unlimited resources, unlimited funds. You could be anywhere in a day. You could do anything you want. You're first in line. That kind of runs out of excitement after a while, doesn't it? Has to. It's like everything. The steam eventually ends. But not here on the Provocate Podcast. Go uh, hit, hit that dislike, unsubscribe, or whatever you do. Maybe you're a fan. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. Doesn't really matter. Check out my Patreon. It's a dollar. I put a lot of extra stuff on there. Depending on how I feel, this could go on Spotify, could go on iTunes. Either way, it's content. And I'm getting better at it. Getting better at talking nonsense. It's all for fun. And uh, God bless everybody for listening. I appreciate you being here. We're going to end on, of course, local music. Really appreciate the local music scene. Uh... Where are we going to go with the local music? We're going to go... What do we want to do? Thank you for listening. God bless you all. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Or if it's not a weekend for you, just a wonderful day. Wherever you might be. Uh, What did I play in the beginning? Uh, That one? How about... Hey... What about a <laughs> hey, uh, God bless you all. Don't even wanna know So t-
I can't help but to feel the pain The joke was on me cause her heart was made of cellophane All I know is that nobody seems to get this I think it's time I tried to open up my heart again Talking to these girls is like a minefield People joke around but they don't get real I feel like we're not speaking the same language Almost as if everyone don't get this They said they got me drinking what they got me with was lemonade. Oh. 